Welcome to the My Money, My Lifestyle podcast with me, Maya Fisher-French. And with me, Mabalo Maku. Each week, we'll be discussing the stories we're working on and which you can read more about in the City Press. So Maya, this week, you wrote on funeral cover. Ah, oh, Maya, you know what? This topic gets me all the time. And as I mentioned to you earlier, about a year ago, I did a coaching session on a client who had three three funeral policies, okay? And they were all ranging from 300 to 400 rand. And this person was a CA, okay? And in your article, one of the readers sent you a question um, regarding funeral policies and a quote that she got um, was for 1,240 rand. That is a lot of money to pay for a funeral policy, Maya. You know, so she, her question was, she said to me, is it, what's the pros and cons of getting your funeral policy through a funeral home versus going to a, a, an insurance house? And I yes. thought, I said, well, interesting question. Let me find out. Yeah. Wow. It this actually, like you said, it blew my mind. So the quote she got from a funeral home, and I'm not going to mention the company because I didn't manage to get hold of them. They didn't seem to have any media representation or anything. And all my LinkedIn messages went unanswered. So they were 1,240 Rand in the article, like explain what was the cover was for. So yes. then I started off speaking to the banks because, you know, Capitex marketed their funeral plan quite, quite extensively. And um, almost mm. all the banks offer their existing clients funeral cover. Capitec yes. for the same cover came in at 422 Rand. Mm. And if and B came in at 500 Rand. I mean, take that, that difference, take that 800 Rand difference and invested for 10 years. And I assumed like a 7% return. I thought, what if you just put it in a fixed deposit at a bank? I'm not even yes. talking about market returns. So she would have a, yes. yeah, 140,000 Rand. That she's got a four-year-old child. In 10 years time, that child will be 14 and she would have 140,000 Rand for her education instead of wasting it on an overinflated funeral cover. So I think this really is something we need to blow open and people have to yes. become aware and start shopping around. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, just that difference, Maya, is so, so huge. I, I, it completely blew my mind. Why, why do you think people don't shop around? So I think it's that there's almost a, a lack of understanding that, these, that there's yeah. other options out there. So you kind yeah. of like, I need funeral cover, type it in. I actually don't know. And she also, funny enough, also she went to clientele. There was the other one, you know, the, the direct guys are on TV. Yes. Their quote yes. was, was a similar figure. Um, I just don't think she'd ever thought about going to her bank. But then what I also did is mm -hmm. I contacted Metropolitan because they do funeral covered and they're a proper insurance house. And yes. they came in quite a lot more at about 800 Rand, I think it was. But when I spoke to them, they said, look, our product's quite different. It's very differentiated. So they actually have a financial advisor and their financial advisor looks at your overall financial plan, how it fits into your, you know, your finances. And what they do, which is quite interesting, is they say, what funeral do you want? And if you say, um, I want a casket, I want my body repatriated, I want this, that, the other, they actually have so a, it's more detailed. a costing. Yeah, so they do a proper costing of all the items um, that would go into the funeral and then work out how much that would be and whether you can afford it or not. So it seems to be a lot more of an advised product. Um, so you would need to decide whether, and, and um, Deirdre Vormerans from Metropolitan, who I spoke to, said, you know, some people don't care. They just 
like this woman, I just need cover for my mom, my, yeah. sister, my brother, my sister. She just took the whole family. She had a whole lot of family cover. But for some people, they really want to be involved and they, they want to know what happens when they die. And it also gives, <laughs> gives the, you know, gives their, their next of kin some sort of guidance around it. So I think for, from that perspective, maybe there's, there's benefit. And the other one I looked at was Avbob. So being a very big uh, provider and a mutual um, assurance company, there's they came in at a similar rate of Metropolitan. I think they came in at about 850. But then they yes. throw in a few free things if you um, have had your cover for two years or more. But definitely, sum up, if you have funeral cover, you, it's probably the very, very first place that you should look at if you're trying to cut your budget. So now talking about finding uh, that those extra few rands in your budget um, with funeral cover, you wrote a piece this week about uh, finding that money in your current budget. And I know that this came from our conversation in the last <laughs> podcast around yeah. Amanda who said, I have no more money to find in my budget. Um, so maybe just, just chat, talk a little bit about kind of the sort of areas that people should be, should be cutting back on. Yes. Could, could so as you, as you mentioned, Maya, it came about from um, your um, money makeover where, you know, this lady said, you know what, I thought I didn't have anywhere else I could cut back from my budget. And I wanted to show people and our readers that there is money to be found in your existing budget, right? So I took a look at um, the most obvious ones first. Obviously, your DSTV, right? <laughs> I think every column that you've ever read says, just cut it. Cut it out. It's quite expensive. Little tricky um, city press is part of the NASPAS group, but move on swiftly. <laughs> <laughs> Very swiftly from that. <laughs> um, but also your gym membership, right? I think, you know, I did a coaching session or a workshop group for, for a group of ladies this past um, Sunday. And this lady said to me, Mapalo, I have not been to the gym for the past three or four years, but I've kept my membership. What? And Yes. <laughs> so imagine that is 500 bucks. 500 uh, for a month. That is 6,000 a year. And over the past three, four years, that is quite a lot of money that you could have put towards um, oh. um, um, unit trust or exchange to a refund. Or if she has any debt, she would have lowered her debt by quite a bit, right? Then um, the other one was insurance. You okay. know, so going back to yeah. Tying back to your story of funeral cover, if this lady had gone for the 1,200 rand funeral policy compared to having gone for the one with a bank, um, she would have saved 800 bucks. So there is money to be found in your existing budget. And that insurance one also, I find a lot with car insurance and I've done, I've written so much about it. I mean, you, on the Maya Money website and on City Press, you'll find a lot about that um, where, you know, go and, and question your, go and review your car insurance. It is such a highly commoditized, highly competitive environment. You can definitely yeah. knock off. But I have to tell you, when I was reading the, um, reading your piece, I, um, had, I wanted to share this with you. So, you know, uh, my husband and I did the, the post-December like blues and we were like, whoa, we just way spent past the budget. So we've been very, very um, mindful this, this month about our groceries. And you know that yeah. big mistake when you go in because you're going to pop in for a 
uh, some milk and you walk out with 10 items. We do that all the time. <laughs> so I've stopped doing that. I am, we are saving thousands of rands, thousands of rands. I don't know we could have cut our, our grocery budget by that much. And it's amazing that when you're just aware and just a little bit conscious about your spending, you can really, really, um, I think, find those savings. I think when we sit there and say we have got no money to save, it's actually just because we couldn't be bothered to, to go through our budgets. <laughs> Yeah, to make the, just take the bit of extra effort and be conscious, like you said. And I, I love the, the quote you ended off with. Beware of little expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship. I think it was Benjamin Franklin. It's those little leaks, people. <laughs> it's those little leaks. <laughs> And Maya, another article you wrote this week um, is taking advantage of your tax benefit before the financial year and the 28th of February. I mean, we hear it all the time, the 28th is approaching and how best can one take um, advantage of that tax benefit? So you, in the article, you spoke about your tax-free savings account and using your bonus. I think we'll get more into the one about your bonus and the statistics around it because I think it's quite exciting. But would you take us through um, how people can take advantage of that? Yeah, so I think we again we see this this time of year every year you write this article, <laughs> but it's just a, it sometimes it's just a good reminder. And um, you know, one of the big ones, of course, is topping up your retirement fund. So you can top up, you can put twenty seven and a half percent of your income up to a maximum of three hundred fifty thousand. And what I find as a freelancer, this is a very effective way to top up because I can't necessarily put the same amount every single month away because my income varies. But in February, I can sit, I can go through my expenses, my income look at my, my tax return and say, right, I can actually lower my tax uh, by, by just putting a bit more money into my retirement annuity. So if I've built up yes. some cash during the year, I can actually do that and top it up. And I think that's quite a powerful one. And, you know, then you've got your, uh, as you mentioned, tax-free savings accounts. Um, but what I found quite powerful with that topping up on the 28th of February was um, a press release I actually got from PPS Investments, which I use in the article so that you can actually go and have a look at the table that will be in the article. But what I found amazing about this um, they compared two people. Um, and what happens if one of them put only 30% of their bonus every year into their retirement savings and the other didn't, the other just spent it. This was like the holiday money or pay off the credit card money. Pay myself Dif first. Uh, <laughs> I pay myself first, yeah. I deserve this, I deserve this. Um, and and the, difference, the difference that that had after just 15 years, so I think the, the stats was they, they both earned, earned 500,000, they both got, uh, they both uh, contributed their retirement annuity, but they each received 100,000 Rand bonus a year. And one of them yes. spent it and one of them saved only 30%. So that was 30,000 30, of it. Mm -hmm. And after 15 years, the difference was, uh, was 600,000 rand difference. So one had 750,000, the other had 1.3 million. And I think again, that's you know, 80%. these... That 80%. is 80% difference. An 80% difference. And it's that just that... Difference. Yeah. And what do you think the woman who... I think they used two women in this example. What do you think the woman <laughs> who spent all that money has to show after 15 years on the money that they spent. Do you see what I'm saying? So whereas the one has, actually has money, uh, has, yes, has, that, has that retirement thing. Yeah, so I think that, that that is a really, really key one. Um, 
And the other one that I, <laughs> I think I could get in trouble with SARS for this one, <laughs> is that there's this little bit of yes, a play. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. And I yeah. thought to myself, mm, Maya. <laughs> yeah, SARS, you know, I, I, I sit in the media lockup for budget, which is happening next week. So I, I may get a call about this one. Um, or they may call me out. But, but basically, there's a little bit of a, you know, you with capital gains tax, you get a 40,000 rand exemption. So yes. if say, you're about to sell something that has capital value, you be it uh, some you know, share portfolio, unit trusts or anything, and you know you're going to be paying some capital gains tax. Sell some in February and some mm-hmm. in March, spread it over two yeah. months, and you get yeah. your 40000 on either side of it because it's a new tax year. So I thought just a little bit of a cheat there, but quite frankly, we all pay way too much tax, when especially I get so annoyed on investment. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. That's no, no it's not illegal. It's called... Tax planning people. In fact, all of this is not about, I think I, I think I summed it up by saying, pay yourself, not the tax man. That's a wrap for today. If our listeners would like to learn more about these or any other money-related topics, they can go to the City Press website or your website. Woman in Finance or CRSA or my website, myarmoney.co.za. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send us a WhatsApp voice note on 064-554-3959. And we look forward to hearing from you. Yes, because we want to know what it is that you want to know. In fact, many of these conversations are driven by our reader interaction. So thank you. You've been listening to the My Money, My Lifestyle podcast featuring the contributors of the City Press personal finance pages.